The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. A couple of things on the go here on the show this afternoon. Uh, we're talking the uh, 10 best sci fi TV shows of all time, according to Rotten Tomato- T- Tomatoes. <laughs> tomatoes, <laughs> potatoes, tomatoes. Uh, number 10 was The Expanse. We had uh, talked about that before, just before the 230 News. You heard the theme music from number nine on the list, which is Black Mirror. <laughs> Black which, Mirror. Yeah. It's an anthology series that taps into our collective unease with the modern world with each standalone episode, a sharp, suspenseful tale exploring themes of contemporary techno-paranoia. Hmm. Wow. So we've got The Expanse and Black Mirror. I watched the first episode. Is that the one where the guy goes back and forth and pretends he's Captain Kirk? No, no. This one, I watched the first episode and it put me off the show because... um, I'll just tell you what happens, eh? There's an ultimatum given to the Prime Minister, I believe it's the Prime Minister of the UK, where he has to be intimate with a pig on live TV. Oh. Oh. So after watching that episode, I thought, this show might go in a direction I'm not really interested in. Wow. Okay, well, note to self. There there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Made number nine. (laughs) Maybe Rotten Tomatoes tomatoes came in late on that one. (laughs) (laughs) What the what? We need to keep track of how many times we screw up Rotten Tomatoes today. (laughs) How was that so hard to say? I got to tell you, Jay, and you uh, back (laughs) me up on this, the number of people who are texting about change being Uh given in a pod. It's. I'm not the only one. We've literally got dozens of texts saying, yes, that irritates me. And then uh, some saying, come on, just use the tap. Uh, I could do. It's yeah. just, uh, you know. You like, you like the change business. I, I, I just prefer it, yeah. Um, some of the other things that you wish somebody, something, somewhere would bring back. Uh, this one says, I wish grocery stores would bring back root beer popsicles. Oh, yeah. Mm, those sound good. Mel says, Tim Hortons, how about the bread bowls for the chili? Yes. And uh, this, you remember this? Subway, bring back the old U-gouge cut. You remember that? They used to cut a sort of a V into it and then remove the center, mm. and then they'd pile stuff in instead of cutting it in half. Someone wants tougher milk containers because they squash as you hold them. Mm, I find that with cups some days, too. Everything about A&W, says this texture from 20 years ago. Um yeah, I can't read the rest of that. Beth says years ago, the bakery in the small town I grew up in had the best long johns. The filling was divine, made with butter. Went back in my late 20s and it's so bad it tasted like they used shortening instead of butter. Uh, hey guys, McDonald's should bring back the old Big Mac in capital letters. It's so small now. It's not a Big Mac anymore. By the way, it's Steve and I love your show. <laughs> I'm glad you do, Steve. Bring back McDonald's fries when they were made with lard instead of vegetable oil. That was the worst <laughs> idea ever. McDonald's needs to bring back their mini pizzas and bring back the KFC gravy. That stuff was legendary, says Andy. Corey says bring back eight tracks. No, come on. Come on. Um, And Richard says, the thing I wish would go back to the way it was was 80s sitcoms and 80s movies. I love the cinematography and the writing and the type of comedy that existed back then. Hmm. Uh, Jim, at Jim Martin's, is that a restaurant? Bring back the Dutchie. Oh, at Jim Martin's. Bring back the Dutchie and the Walnut Jim Martin's, or is that Tim Hortons that was autocorrected? Maybe. I don't know. No rice at KFC? Boy, KFC... uh, it's getting a lot of mentions here. They have rice around the world, but not in North America. And Keith, corn fritters at KFC, too. Oh. Keith from Cardiff says, I wish drive-in theaters would make a comeback. Also, A&W drive-ins. 
and at the Sicilian at the Sicilian Pasta Kitchen bring back the salmon linguine. <laughs> that actually sounds really good. Huh. Bring back Blockbuster Video. Old full service gas station, says Al. Maybe not a mechanic on duty, but someone pumping gas, washing windows, and maybe a full assortment assortment of oils and car products. Oh. Orion sour cream and onion chips from the 90s. <laughs> now you're making me hungry. Yeah, it's funny how food is at the top of the list. Did anyone say drive-in theaters yet? Yes. Yes, all right. Mm-hmm, a couple people. Uh, 30 years ago, I worked at Arby's, and they had a mushroom Swiss baked potato that was just awesome. Been marketed on their comment cards to bring it back for years now. That's uh, Doug in Sherwood Park. The things you want to be brought back. Hmm. Or you wish would go back to the way they used to be. Yeah, I'm trying to think of my weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If I could go to my 1985 weight, I'd be a happy girl. <laughs> 1985? <laughs> I don't oh, remember it's 15. Hey, I, I'd take 95. Really? I'd actually I'd take 2005 too, probably. <laughs> oh, whistle dogs at A&W? Yes. A&W used to have the best hot dogs. They sure did. You know, the only dog no, that was Harvey's. better. Harvey's. Really? Harvey's. Uh, Salisbury House in Manitoba had the best foot-long hot dogs. They probably still do. <gasps> Jason says, bring back the pop shop. Remember when you were a kid and you'd go get that red crate and you'd get to go to the pop shop and pick out all the different flavor pops? Yes. Didn't they go? The yeah, black cherry? yeah, that's right. I think they still have one. I think Morley really wants to talk to all us. All right, well, let's talk to Morley. We talk about bringing back somebody. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> hey, Morley Scott, how are you? Hey, you know what? I wish they'd bring back a what? what friend? Alberta Blue Sky. Yeah, is that coming back? I know that the Eskimos issued a statement saying they're keeping a, a careful watch on the weather, the smoke, and that they're cautiously optimistic. Uh, yeah, they'll they'll update us again tomorrow? Yeah, that's the phrase. We'll, we'll get an update at the latest at noon tomorrow, maybe, maybe beforehand. But any kind of decision on the game, I believe, is going to be made at noon tomorrow. So we'll see. I mean, I, I think it got worse today compared to what it was late yesterday and maybe even early this morning. I'm not sure, but I know I think it's at a 7 right now as far as air quality goes, which is on the uh, on the wrong end of the scale, basically. So uh, we'll see. You can still see we're sitting in the in the booth, Dave and I, right now at, at Commonwealth. We're waiting for the Alouettes to arrive here, and we're just kind of looking out. You can look out, and it's just hazy all over the place. And the biggest problem is, like, right now, there's uh, I look at the flags, to my right here and there's no wind and that's mm. the biggest problem it's not the smoke's not getting blown anywhere it's just just hanging over top of us right now just so, kind of keeps sinking uh, we need down the wind to kick up at some point i guess and uh and it has to be the right way too because if it starts blowing east from bc then we're back in the soup and what do you do then so uh it's i i can't see the game being moved but you never know you never know mm. what's going to happen i mean if it if the wind does kick up and it gets worse it's pretty tough to play in it. I know the Eskimos moved their practice back indoors today uh, because of the air quality situation. So they practice in the field house today. And uh, uh, we'll see. I guess nothing we can do about it but sit and wait and see how it plays out. You know, you know, I know you know we're talking about things we wish would come back. Our listeners suggesting things that they wish would go back to the old days. This text just came in from Wainwright. Bring back a sold-out Commonwealth. Mm. Those were the days. And, you know, back many years ago when I would have been a university student, so, you know, late 70s, early 80s, I would come out to visit my brother Bob here, and he had season tickets. And the place was packed every game, and you knew all the people around you because they were all season ticket holders as well. It would yeah, be nice to fill that. you didn't have season tickets. Exactly. Day, wow. right? and I, I remember when I first 
what amazed me when I first moved to Edmonton is if you, uh, that was back when the games were, were blacked out on TV, right? So you couldn't watch the home games. They were mm. blacked out. And if you drove down the highway, you'd see people with their campers on the side of the road watching the game from the Red Deer channel because it wasn't blacked out in Red Deer. So they'd go as they drive down the road as far as they could till they could pick up the Red Deer oh, channel at the time. And then they'd watch the game. And, and also the, the hotels and the motels in, in Red Deer uh, would have signs up. Yes, we have the Eskimo game. So wow. people would go and uh, that's get right. I remember and that. watch the game. But, you know, the, the fan base is not less passionate. They're just, they just the, the, the attendance just anywhere really isn't what it used to be across across the CFL and for that matter I think in pro sports a little bit as well you see you know declining attendance in in a lot of pro sports and and really the the, the, the CFL is not really declining it's kind of where it's been for the last little while in fact maybe up a little bit especially you know in Edmonton and, and in Regina who can uh, the two cities that continue to to lead the league in attendance every year but you're right back in the day as they say <laughs> it was uh, it was jam-packed every day I remember when I first moved here I, I found someone who had season tickets and virtually had to just keep the hound on them and say when can I get your tickets when can I get yeah. your tickets to go to a game well tomorrow night at the game they are recognizing um some folks from back in the day <laughs> Let's put it they that are. way. Johnny Bright is yeah. going to be honored, and, and Joey Moss. It yeah. is the, uh, the diversity weekend uh, awesome. for uh, the Canadian Football League for uh, this week and next week, I believe. All teams at their home games are having special ceremonies, and they're going to honor Johnny Bright uh, tomorrow night. His daughter will be there, and uh, along with Joey Moss, will be on the field for the coin toss tomorrow night to get things going uh, for the Eskimos and uh, the Montreal Alouettes. And you know what? It's just one of the great initiatives that the CFL has put into place in the last year, uh, it was kind of, I believe it was Randy Ambrosi's brainchild, uh, just kind of on a whim last year, uh, mid-season, and they brought those T-shirts out, those diversity T-shirts, and uh, they sold out quick. Everybody jumped on board, and then they kind of, I think they turned it into an annual thing now, and it's, it's just great to see. All right, uh, Morley, thanks for this. We'll look forward to hearing your call. Fingers crossed tomorrow night. Kickoff at what, 7 o'clock tomorrow night? 7 o'clock, countdown to kickoff with uh, me and Dave and Brendan and Blake. will be about 5.30 tomorrow. Awesome, Morley. Thanks for this. Okay, guys, talk to you later. Take it easy. All right, it's 2.45. The things that you want to come back. And we've got a ton of text to get to. We've also got another in the 10 best sci-fi TV shows of all time. According to Rotten Tomatoes, let's take our break as we play for you number eight. Been, uh, counting down the 10 uh, best sci-fi TV shows of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, number 10 was The Expanse, 2015. Number 9, Black Mirror, 2011. And we just played before the break, number 8, and of course many of you knew that one, Stranger Things from 2016. Do you watch Stranger Things? Okay, here's a deal with Stranger okay. Things. We had heard such great reviews about Stranger Things, um, and, and again... I'm just not a big fan of sci-fi. I think I watched uh, the first episode or the first couple episodes, mm. and I'm like, yeah, I'm out. Really? Coaches watched it, yeah. but I was like, yeah, I'm done. Let me no. ask you a question, because I know we have different tastes in 
television, movies, music. We have a lot of different tastes, and that's fine, right? Well, it's a good thing. It would be very yeah. boring if we both liked everything. Did you watch and did you like Breaking Bad? I never watched Breaking Bad. My God. Okay. That's the uh, Breaking Bad is the... The meth. Yeah. Coach yeah. watched it. Loved it. He says uh, he said I probably wouldn't like it because it's too violent. Well, I don't like violence. It, it, there are violent moments in that, but it, the reason I ask is it's a good example of... I'll tell you how I got onto Breaking Bad. Is I was down in Calgary doing the Stampede, and and this was back so many years ago that I was... I think it was 2011, so I was doing this show from Calgary, mm-hmm. from the studios mm-hmm. down there. I think Dan Tenser was manning the desk up here. Who? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, Dan. But by the time the radio show was over and the comedy show or whatever, Grandstand Stage was over, when I got home every night, Breaking Bad was on. So oh, I started yeah. watching it like mid-season three or something, right? And when I first watched it, I thought, I have no idea what's going on here. Like, obviously, I'm joining in midstream, right? And then I felt some of the episodes dragged and were boring, yeah. and I didn't care about some of the characters. But I watched, because of time, and you know, you order your pizza, turn on the TV, you know what I mean? Like, it just became a habit for a week. I decided to go back to the beginning and see who all these people were. Like, how did they come to be where they are, right? And it took me probably three or four episodes... And many times you wish you could hit a button to fast forward it, like some long, awkward conversations where you're just like, okay, we get it, we get it, we get it, right? And then I was hooked. And then yeah. I, I told Carol, we have to watch this. And I went back and watched those episodes again so that she started it from episode one. Sometimes shows, you know, you hear about shows and then you catch them out of order or you, you just watch the first episode and you go, I don't know what everyone's talking about, but you really have to give them a chance. Yeah, and maybe you're not in the mood for it or, yeah. or whatever, but I, I think one of the big things for me is I'm just not a big TV right. fan, television show fan. There's certain shows that I like to watch. I like Ballers. I like NCS New Orleans. <laughs> and really, that's kind of a whole, that's about it. I would rather... I would rather go sit in the patio or sit in the garden, uh, play with my dogs, or sit down and read a book. Mm-hmm. And and oftentimes that's what ends up happening is I say to coach, okay, you want to watch your zombies or you want to <laughs> watch your Game of Thrones, whatever, go ahead. I'm going to go read my last in the series yep. of whatever. And that's cool. And that works That works for us. Also, having been worked in television for 18 years and being surrounded, I just want to turn it off when I get home. I, yeah, don't, I, I don't want that. Yeah. And I know I'm missing a lot of great entertainment. I get that. Yeah, no, but, you know, it's entertainment, yeah. right? So whatever, whatever you yeah, find to entertain yourself is acceptable. As somebody texted in, Breaking Bad had the best series finale of any series out there, Walt says. I agree. Yeah. There's a lot of series where how they end them is just ridiculous or reach or unexplainable or confusing, but Breaking Bad's finale was not confusing, It and it basically tied up all the stories. Well, Coach then went back and started watching, is it Better Call Saul? Or yeah, which I'm which really is, enjoying. Is like the, is that a it's prequel? It's a prequel, yeah. So that was really good. And it's really good. New season's just coming Narcos out right now. Narcos on Netflix, said he, that was really good. This is awful, but uh, Narcos, and there's two other shows about drug dealers mm-hmm. uh, in either Mexico or Colombia, and we're watching all three. And there's also, um, what's the one, uh, the other drug dealer, the guy, the, you know, the the, the guy who was in uh, twi- Arrested Development. Uh, yeah. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. I'm Ozark. Ozark. Yeah, Ozark. thanks. I'm I'm actually sort of kind of confusing <laughs> which one's which. Which one's which? Like <laughs> which Ozark is pretty nice. different. Yeah. But, you know, Carol will say, oh, the new season of whatever is available. 
narcos or whatever, you're like, okay, which, which one is that? Haven't you found, though, you talk about, for example, Breaking Bad and having to sit through some yeah, bad episodes and whatnot. Mm-hmm. When Orange is the New Black came out, loved it. The first couple of seasons, loved it. And I think around season three, season four, we never went back to it. Same thing with, um, was it uh, West Wing? The West Wing, yeah, the White House show. Yeah. Well, West Wing was driven by really good writing and really good dialogue between the characters, but some, they, they became too clever at some point with their with their dialogue. You know, it's funny because Brad and I, unrelated to this. And love those first three yeah. seasons and then, uh. Whisker and I were just out on the patio yeah. at the last break uh, talking about TV shows because of, I guess, this story. We were talking about, you know, how TV shows maybe shouldn't go to five, six, or seven seasons because they, they seem to run out of storylines and and or they explore storylines too fully or, you know, whatever. And he was trying to think of an example of, of a show that did last six or seven seasons that was really good for the whole six or seven seasons. And he said uh, Sopranos. But my yeah. argument with Sopranos, if you're a fan of that, is that, uh, yeah, there was... One of the seasons was really bad, though. And the showrunner for Sopranos even openly admitted mm-hmm. that one season was really bad. The show was based on, you know, m- the mob and and how they operated in New Jersey and how they had rival rivalries with you know the New York yeah. uh, gang. And but there was a whole season in which it was all talking. There was there was no violence. There was no gang war. There was everything was sort of peaceful. And and even the showrunner said, I don't know what I was thinking. Like, yeah. we're going to go back to shooting each other, right? I'll be honest with you. I was a little bit disappointed. I mean, Ballers, the season three or season four, whatever it was, started again on Sunday night. I've been counting down this for months, for months, sat down and watched. I was a little bit disappointed in it. Yeah. In in, in that in that episode. Now I'm like, okay, I'm going to give you the next one and see what the rest of the season begins because I do love the show, but the first episode of the new season was rather lackluster. Oh, you're kidding. For me. If, yeah. We haven't watched it yet. I, w- I was hoping for more, maybe maybe. I miss something. Well, I, you I mentioned don't know. Orange is the New Black, and I've said it before. Yeah. The new season's out. We haven't watched it yet. Um, but now we feel like we have to watch it because we've watched all the previous seasons. Um, but last season was horrible. But, it was just boring. Yeah, you almost... And you guys are funny that way because he's like, we've invested yes, all of this time. We're we committed. have to complete it. Whereas I'm like, no, I'm done out. With it, eh? I'm done. Well, no. we're, as you know, our show at night right now is Weeds. Yeah. Which for the first two, maybe even three seasons, we thought... What a really different, funny, sort of, you know, dark comedy. It was really good. We're in the 60s now, and I think there only was seven. It, and again, we feel committed to finish the story, but it's gotten ridiculous. Which it's is, so far off the rails now. Which is the one that you told me that I needed to watch that had oh, that's a William Macy list. on it. Or is it Arrested Development? Who's William Macy? The redhead. He's Shameless. the drunk father. Oh, Shameless. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. You tried that and didn't like it. But again, did you try it from the beginning or did you just... Tried it from the beginning. Okay, we can't yep. do that. Oh, oh, you did try it from yeah, the beginning. Yeah, we tried Sorry, it from you... the beginning. You didn't like it. Bauer. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Ah, okay. Good, good, good. All right, uh, 2.57 as we head to the 3 o'clock news as we continue to count down the 10 best sci-fi TV shows of all time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. We've also got a lot of text we'll have to get to after <laughs> 3 because a lot of you coming up with some great ideas for what should be brought back. This came in at number 7. <laughs> Thank you. 
The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.